Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show another week. Uh, I do want to apologize first off for being a couple days late on getting the show out there. Uh, life transitions are happening, and I'm trying to figure out uh, whether or not I should move the show to Mondays uh, instead of Fridays. So I might be doing that, possibly. And so I'm just going to see how it goes, see if it works better with the scheduling and everything. But um, anyway, I do want to thank you for joining me this week. We have an interview with uh, a newly formed brother of mine, Palace. Uh, I met him through GS, who also had an interview here on the show. Palace runs his own cell phone uh, company, a cell phone uh, repair company, I should say, down in Louisiana. Sorry, <laughs> I had to think about it there for a minute. But uh, anyway, so it was a great interview, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Before we jump into it, though, uh, I do want to let you know that I have an anchor station, uh, anchor.fm slash business with Bordeaux, and it's a pretty cool uh app that you can use to call into shows you can create your own radio show you can even create your own podcast using your cell phone and only your cell phone very easy thing to use so uh, download the app and check me out on there and uh, that way you can call in give your thoughts on the show and stuff a few of you have and that's really cool and i appreciate that so just wanted to let you know about that track stars has it solomon sports podcast has it track star sports is really popping right now you can go check that out on anchor as well so anyway and um uh, also, one of the sponsors for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins at True Strength Apparel, he has his own podcast on there as well. It's the True Strength Life Podcast. Make sure you check that out. But yeah, if you need any, uh, you know, your your the cooler season's coming up, so uh, in the fall. So if you need to get some uh, some more apparel to adjust for the season changings, head over to truestrengthapparel.com and make sure you look at the line of clothes he has over there and I also want to shout out to WordPress Stan uh, wpstan.com he has supported the show for a while now and he can help you get started on your own website if you're trying to get your online your e-commerce e-business up and going make sure you check out wpstan.com to get that off the ground and I think that's pretty much it for the intro so anyway, let's jump into the interview with Palace. All righty, welcome back to another interview here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Uh, this week we have a special guest that I was introduced by uh, GS. You heard him also on the podcast a little while ago. Uh, this brother's name is Palace. He has his own business. He's been doing it for a while now, a smartphone seller. And I just want to welcome you to the show, man. How's it going? Yo, what's up, Jason? Man, everything is good, man. Everything's going well, man. Excited about the uh, interview and glad to be a part of uh, the podcast. Yeah, man. I appreciate you doing this, man. Uh, I know it's, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, you know, cutting out time to do extra, you know, not extracurricular things, but extra things outside of the business uh, takes a little bit of, uh, you know, valuable time away. So I appreciate you doing it, man. Oh, no, man. It's Like I said, it's a, it's a pleasure, man. Anytime I get to chop it over my brothers or talk about business, man. It's my passion. So I don't mind it at all. That is awesome, man. So, uh, so speaking of which, man, uh, I'd love for the people to get to know you just a little bit better. The listeners just get to know who palace is, 
kind of and, and how you got started in the the field you're in and then what it was that made you want to start your own business man okay well i'm 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 pretty much a, a, a husband a father a minister um entrepreneur uh rapper you know um that's pretty much in a nutshell um man i i'm i'm i was born in dallas in dallas texas um, and, and I, I was there with my family until about eight years old. Then we moved to a small village in Louisiana called Florine. Um, I was there for about 10 years, and then I moved about two hours uh, south to a city called Lake Charles, and I've been here in Lake Charles ever since. Um, now, my, my freshman year in college, though, um, you know, if you want to talk about the field that I'm in and how did I get into it, this is pretty much how it happened in a nutshell. Um, my freshman year in college, um, my pop, he didn't let me take my car. I have, I had a pretty cool car. Uh, as you know, it was a, it was pretty old, but it was pretty cool. It was a, an, uh, it was a 1984 seven series, um, BMW. Wow. I, I bought it for like 700 bucks when I was a senior and, um, you know, it, it had some issues, but you know, my pop was real handy and, um, you know, he fixed it up and, you know, I knocked around the city with it, you know, <laughs> and, um, when I, when I went to college, I wanted to take it and he was like, nah, you're not taking your car. You know, I feel like if you take it, you know, you won't be, you know, focusing on, uh, your school, school work, you know, and I was just like, okay, well, um, that kind of sucked. But when I, when I went to college, you know, my older sister was there, she's two years older than I am. And she had a little car, a little, it was a 1992 Honda hatchback. You know what I'm saying? And so um, um, the next year, my, my pop bought her another car. And um, and and the, the guy that he bought the car from, the financial manager, um, he, you know, he, he built like a, I guess not a good relationship, but it was like a, you know, a, just a, a associate. You know, he, you know, he got his number and they exchanged numbers. And they talked. The guy found out that my pop was a preacher and, you know, and that guy's dad was a preacher, and you know, and you know, of course, he, he sold the car to my pop. So they exchanged numbers, and um, you know, my pop hit him up and was like, "Hey, my son's looking for a job. You know, um, he wants a car, but I don't think that's what he needs. He needs a job. He needs a job before he gets before he brings his car down. He needs a job." And so pop, my pop called me one day. He was like, "Hey, call this man. I, you know, he sold this car to your sister." You know, um, he, he he wants to give you a job. At this time, I wasn't looking for no job, Jason. I ain't going to lie to you. I really wanted my car. Um, I was in college. I was, you know, I wasn't much of a partier, but I, I was a I was a heavy drug user, man. Like, I was, I was high all the time. And so um, I just really wanted to get around so, so I could do my thing, you know. And um, so he, he, he called, um, I called a guy. His name was uh, Kendall. And, um, and I met with him, and he said, hey, my brother owns a business in the mall. Um, he sells cell phones and accessories. He says he needs somebody to work with him. Uh, go up there and meet him, and his name is Drew. So I was like, dope. Okay, so I went up here, and you got to understand, Jason, I, I didn't give a background of my, my drug abuse, but I was I was a bad addict, bro. But so um, I was a – I hid it for a long time. So when I walked up for this interview in the mall, I had a wife beater on, my pants were sagging, I had a do-rag on. Uh, and flip flops, man. I never forget it. I walked up to the table. He was in the food court, and he looked at me. He was like, "Are you Bruce?" And I was just like, "Yeah." And by the way, Bruce is my real name. Bruce is my real name. 
And I was just like, I was like, yeah, I, I am. And he was just like, oh man, um, my brother told me that you were looking for a job. And I was like, yeah. He actually stood up. It's like he knocked some bud off of my my wife beater because I had like some <laughs> bud on my wife beater. He knocked <laughs> some bud off my wife beater and was like, bro. He's like, go home. Uh, get a new, get some clothes. He said, you see how I'm dressed? I was like, yeah. He was like, okay. He was like, come back tomorrow. And he kind of shook his head like, you know, dumb kid kind of like. And I was just like, wow. Okay. So I went home, came back the next day. I had like a little polo on with some jeans, with some, you know, nicer shoes. And he was just like, okay, cool. He said, man, um, you knew you were coming for an interview, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, man, he was like, I didn't understand uh, how you were dressed yesterday. And I was just like, you know, I, you know, you know, I was a kid, man. I didn't know I was eighteen, nineteen. I was just like, whatever. And um, he was just like, hey, man, so um, you ready to get started? And I was like, sure. He was like, well, you start today. That day, um, and this this cat was only two years older than I was. Right, right. What I found out when I started working with him was he owned that business that I was working at. He was only two years older than I was. He was only paying himself like seven dollars an hour. And he trained me on selling and everything, everything I needed to know to be, to sell phones, to activate phones. There was a cell phone company at the time called Centennial. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but in uh, South Louisiana, it was a pretty popular um, uh, carrier. And so I sold Centennial cell phones and accessories for about four years. And on, on the fourth year, man, um, yeah, by that time, man, you know, a, a lot of stuff happened within those years, man. Like I, I, I got delivered from my drug addiction and my porn addiction, and um, I got, I got married. Um, I joined the church. I started ministering. I started ministering like in '09. <clears throat> um, shucks, like what, what happened? And so my life started to change. Like you know, my circle began to change. My friends began to change. Um, and uh, me and my wife, we were struggling, man, because even though I was working at that spot, it was in the mall kiosk, you know, and I was only getting paid $10 an hour, um, working 40 hours a week. And me and my wife, you know, we just moved in our first home, and it was really tough, bro. I mean, really tough. Like, it was really tough. Like, I was months behind in every payment that I had. Man. Debt over my over my head like I was in debt like buried in debt um I was six months behind in car payments and two months behind in house payments like it was it was just it was bad it was it was bad like every month you know I would have a you know either my lights would get turned off and I'd have to call and pay a reactivation fee or like there was it was always always something just really financially struggling and um I remember now this part where it gets weird right and some people may sound crazy for what I'm about to share with you, but me and my wife, man, we were in in church service, and my pastor was preaching, and he was talking about giving. And he was just like, hey, a lot of people, they give for the wrong reasons. He was like, they give, and they always expect God to give back. He said, and people give money and expect God to give back money. He said, right. but... He said, um, he said, sometimes he said, I just feel led to share with some of y'all. He's like that, you know, God wants to give back ideas sometimes. He said, sometimes it's not all monetary or like, uh, or, you know, just some, some, it's not always dollars and money that he gives back. He gives back ideas. 
so you can open up your own businesses. He gets back, you know, he just started ministering in that vein. And I was just like, wait, you know, something dawned on me. It's like, man, like, I really need an idea. You know, I, I need something to get me out of this mess. I mean, I didn't know what it was. And at the time, we had $12 in our account, Jason, 12 bucks, 12 bucks. And I looked to my wife, and I and and this is weird, but she looked at me, and she was like, yeah, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it was a weird, like, this was supernatural kind of thing. Like, this was this was a God thing. I knew it from, from the moment that he started speaking to everything that happened by it. Like, she just looked at me, and she said, yeah. And we pulled out the checkbook, and I'm sitting on my lap. We're sitting down, and I write $12. And I looked at her like, you know, this is all we have until another two days. You know, and she was like, you know, yeah, let's do it. And it was a faith move. And I know a lot of people would say, you know, it's not a lot of money and, you know, but it was a faith move for me and my wife because, you know, we were, you know, I mean, $12, we felt like we didn't have anything anyway. Right, right. We were about to sow into this this idea, like, okay, God, we're looking for an idea. Like, we need something. We don't want you to give us money. We want you to give us an idea. So, man, months after that, bro, is when, <laughs> no lie, um, Leesville is actually a, the place where my wife grew up. And so during that time, People knew that I was working in the phone industry because, um, you know, I've been doing it for four years. And so some of my wife's friends and family members from Leesville, they started calling me, asking me to fix their phones on the side. And I was, I was, I was saying, yeah, sure. And I would be meeting people up and fixing their phones and, you know, getting a little, my little side hustle on. Right. And after a while I realized that in this, city of Leesville where Fort Polk is, where it's, you know, a military base, there's no cell phone repair store. There's no computer repair store. There's no accessory store. Nowhere. The closest mall that they have is an hour and a half away. Wow. And this is by a base? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I was just like, wait, is this, is this, a, is this it? And, and it, everything started coming to me. I was like, wait, like, this is the, this is the market. This is, I can tap into this market. You know, I can do what I'm doing in another area, open up my own store, and just begin to help people and see what right. happens. So I started praying about it. I told my wife about it. We were all excited. Now, this is the kicker. Everybody that I talked to about it, Jason, everybody, except one person, really, but everybody, and this is not including my wife, Everybody told me not to do it. Everybody. Every, when I would bring the idea up to people, they would say, oh, you know, that's a good idea, but, you know, you, you probably need to keep your job. You just got married, and, you know, your, your wife is pregnant. Oh, okay, so she was pregnant. Oh, oh yeah, she was pregnant. Now, now, let me tell you, she was pregnant, I was working in the mall, and I hadn't finished school yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I could, I mean, I, I, I could definitely see where people would be concerned. So, uh, so, I mean, you know, it's, I could see that. Right. Of course. But see, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing, man. I felt as if that day that we sold that $12, I felt that what I was receiving wasn't for me though. Right. I felt like it was a God thing. So, and they would tell, everybody was telling me, Hey, you need to finish school. Hey, don't, don't leave your job, you know, you know, you need to, you know, you're not sure if it's going to work. And I was saying, Hey, I know it's going to work. Like I, I wrote a business plan out. I went to see a um, business consultant and a business consultant 
you know, he was he was like, hey, this is a great idea, but you may want to finish school first. And I was just like, why is everybody jumping to wait? And, and I felt like if I didn't jump on the opportunity, there were going to be – someone else was going to jump on the opportunity. Right. You know, I was like, this is time sensitive. Like, I can't wait another two years and then think that I'm going to open up and, and, you know, and do what I'm going to do in the way that I'm going to do it. You know, so I talked to my, my aunt, you know, uh, which, you know, I, I uh, she, you know, she has a really good paying job. I, I looked to find a, get a loan from her. She told me no. And I went to um, family members and friends. Everybody was saying no. I went to the bank. The bank was like, no, you're in college. And you don't own anything and you're in debt. No. I was just like, dang, you know, what am I going to do now? Bro, this is another thing I'm going to tell you that might blow your mind. You know what I'm saying? I was, I wasn't, I was never a drug dealer or anything like that. Don't get me twisted up. Now, because I was a heavy drug user, I was always around drugs. And because I was always around drugs, I had extra on me sometimes. So I would sell it sometimes, right? And in that circle, I knew some, some of the homies that was, you know, really living that life and really, you know, you understand what I'm saying, Jason? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so check this out. So what I did was I went to deal with my business plan. The church told me no. My family told me no. The banks told me no. So I went to my homies that was dealing dope. And I was like, y'all, I got a plan. I got a business plan. I got a legal hustle. And I want y'all to invest. And that's where I got, that's where, that's where everything began. <laughs> wow, that's that's intense, man. Very intense. And so when everything got when everything got rolling, you know, um and we did everything the legal way, you know, um we we paid, you know, the the guys that fronted the money, you know, we we um we they're all paid, they're everybody's everybody's good, the loan that they had, you know, we covered it and everything and and God really blessed, man. Um, and uh, the guy who opened it up with me, his name is Jeremy. Um, he's not my blood brother, but he's my brother. You know what I'm talking about? Like he, he's my brother. And so he was actually working at Sears at the time. He was a he was a he was a manager in the automotive department. He was the only person that I sat down to, and after I shared the business plan with, he actually looked me in my eyes. I didn't have to convince him. He was like, "Bro, he's like, you seem like you know what you're talking about." I was like, "I do." He was like, "Okay, I'm with it." Nice. And I was, and he was, check this out. He was married in school too. And he already had a little girl. So there was a lot at risk. Oh yeah. He was already getting paid salary, bro. Mm. So was he leaving that job to go work with you? He did. He hundred percent left. And people were telling wow. him that he should stay part time. And I and I and I was telling him, you can't stay part time. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you, you all of you, full time, ninety hours a week. And he was the Man. only person, the only person, that, and that's why I got so much love and respect for this dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, he's more than just, um, you know how people call this. Oh, that's my brother. That's my brother. No, he's not right. blood related, but he's blood related. Right. Like you got, like you got, really understand, like. His children, they're my nieces and nephews. Like, it's just, we family. Because, like, 
he actually took a risk with me when nobody would. Nobody. Not even my not even my parents really would have they were all telling me to, you know, hey, you need to stay in school, don't do it. Yeah, so did he come on as a partner or as an employee? He came on as a partner. Gotcha. He came on as a partner. And so, so uh, and, and, and I would have had no other way for him to sacrifice all that. Like there was, there was no other way I would, I would have had it, you know? Right. Right. So how, how much was it altogether to start the actual business? Oh uh, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I got, it was, it was a lot of money was in, I got to go back to, to this too. It was about 25 to 30 grand maybe. Okay. It might have been more because some of the things that was needed to open up the business, the guy that that taught me how to do everything, like the guy that I worked with for four years, the, the guy that was two years older than me that owned his own business, uh, when I told him that I was making a transition to open up my own business, he actually blessed me with 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 um, with th- like things for the business, like with inventory, with kiosks, with registers. Like so, the the things he blessed me with cost money. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, but I didn't pay for it. He just blessed me with it, bro. So was it was so was was your business like was it far enough away from him not to kind of interfere with his his current business? Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And you know, th- I think that was part of his 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 problem. But I assured him, I was like, hey man, like I'm not I'm not doing this to compete with you. You know. I said, this, this is something that I'm doing for my family so that it can put us in a position to where we're not struggling anymore. Right. You know, and, um, you know, I, you know, and he kind of asked for where was I opening and I told him and he was like, okay. He was like, man. And, and even he was little, man, are you sure it's going to work? He was kind of like, man, if it doesn't work, you always got to, you always got a place here with us kind of guy, you know? And, and I was, re- I respected it, but at the same time, it kind of offended me. Because I was just like, you're only two years older than me, and you're doing it. What makes you think I can't? <laughs> right. And you, you were working with him four years before you started, right? Right. In, like, with him, you know, shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, and so I felt like, and I know this may be a little too deep, too, but I really felt like, you know, like, you know how in the Bible, like, the apostles, they work with Jesus so closely? <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like, even even... Even the miracle with the fish and the in the bread, how he multiplied it, and um, he multiplied it, and he pa- they passed all the bread and fish out to the to the multitude, and after they were done passing out and doing the work, they received some of the fragments. I felt like that. I felt like I served for four years, passing out bread and fish, and now I have the frag. I have what it takes. Like I received the fragments of entrepreneurship. Like I get it. You know, that's yeah. how I felt. I was just like, right. I've served I've served long enough. Like, any normal person goes to school for four years to get a bachelor's. And and then they call themselves qualified to do whatever job they do. I worked right. in entrepreneurship for four years. I felt like it was time. You know, so that's how I saw it. And I never, I couldn't stand. And to this day, I don't like when people say I can or I won't or you want. Like, man, don't. And my thing is. I never let somebody's um, limitations be my my maximum. Right. It, you know, I, I never let never like even with music. I mean, that's how that's how that's why I'm God has blessed me to be in the position I am right now. Even in 
the CHH arena. Like, God is really blessing me, man, opening up doors and opportunities. And, and the way I even got signed to IDJ is a, a whole nother, you know, miracle story. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's just, man, I'm, I've never – I've never received what people say, man, because they, they, people are always speaking from fear. A lot of times they're speaking from fear and, you know, because they haven't experienced it, you know, but my thing is, man, like we can do anything we want to do. I really believe it. I believe that if you study something long enough, if you study an area or study a department or whatever, you can master it. God has given us the brain to do it. Like the only thing that, that stops people from uh, succeeding in things that they study in is the, the work ethic work hard, you know, and, and so I think I think with that, man, you can do anything. You can get anywhere, you know? Right. I, I'm curious. I wanted to ask, uh, when you were talking about getting started and doing your own company, uh, you and your wife seem to be directly, like, understood it right away. And so what would you say to somebody who has a spouse who doesn't respond the same way that yours did? And what would your advice be in that situation? Because, you know, the majority of people don't have that situation. You know, it's like they want to do something and their spouse is like, ah, I, I don't know. What would you kind of suggest or, you know, what kind of advice would you give in that situation? You know, I think. Uh, it it would be different for every situation. Like I w- I would really, to be honest with you, Jason, not to be like some generic person, because to think I have all the answers is is crazy, right? So for what I would right. say, it all depends on the situation. You know, like if I heard the details of the situation, then I could probably up that a little better. But my situation was different. Like I said, we were broke, broke. <laughs> we had nothing. I feel like I feel like my wife. And you can say, oh, y'all on the same page? Yeah, we were, but. I think we're on the same page as um, just we're just tired and just wore out and just we're done. Like, what else can we do? Right. I felt like it was. I felt like when she looked at me, it was just like, well, I mean, we can't. Well, what else are we gonna do with it? It's twelve bucks. Nothing to lose, right? Yeah, if that. There you go. And I think that's what it was for our situation at that time. Because I'm gonna tell you, with rapping, whenever I was called by, um, are you familiar with Seven from Hog Mob? Yes, yes, I love that guy. He's awesome. He's he's who put me on, pretty much. He found he discovered me. Wow. And, and so at the time, um, I I was going into Cali to shoot a video with him. Matter of fact, it's Simple World. Like I don't know if you heard that that record I have. It's on YouTube. But anyways, um, it's Simple World. He he actually asked me to come out to Sacramento to shoot the video for it, and that's when I met GS and Bizzle and Dayton and all those guys. But anyways, during that time, I told my wife, hey, you know, you know, hey, I want to, I think God has called me to do this. And there, she didn't look at me and say, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me like, wait, no, you, no, you got to be kidding me, kind of look. And I was just like, no, I, I really feel like God has called me to this area so that I can minister here. Like, this is, this is something that I'm passionate about, and I think God gave me a heart for it, and I'm talented talented enough to do it and you know and i'm god is elevating me like I, I need to pursue this and even now to this day there are certain shows and certain events that i'm called to that she's just like i wish you wouldn't you know what i'm saying but what 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 what, what, what i do and this is what i do and, and i don't know i can I, this would be my advice for any for any person but especially for people of god like i'm a i'm a child of the king bro so like Whenever there's something like that, and I know my wife isn't comfortable with it, 
I make sure I bring it before the Lord, man. And everything that I've prayed about, and I'm not trying to brag, I always tell people I feel like I'm favored by God. I feel like I feel like Jacob or something. Like I feel like one of the characters in the Bible. Like I really feel like God is really just favors me at times and points in my life like crazy. So anytime I pray about something, like if it's months later or weeks later, she always comes to me and, and says something along the lines of, um, I wasn't okay with it at first, but um, it's, I'm coming around to it. Or I wasn't okay with this at first, but I see how it's blessing people and I know God's going to use you. Like there's always a, it's almost like a, a progress of growth is what I see. So right. her response to me in 2014 when I started doing this is totally different than now. Like we got an event we have to go to in uh, Pensacola in a couple weeks, uh, me, GS, and Norman Michael. And, um, you know, the first time we went to Florida for a show, my wife, man, she cried, bro. I'm walking out the door and my wife has tears in my eyes. You know how that feels to me? Like, I'm heartbroken, but I know, like, okay, you know, and like I said, so we're going to have to talk a whole other time to tell you about how I got into <laughs> rapping, but it's, it's a God thing. Like, it just, I just didn't pick up a computer and rap and send it to somebody. I'm like, hey, I want to be a rapper. No, like, God really, like, pushed me into this thing. Like, this is a this is something that I'm called to do. I just don't do it because I think it's fun. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so she's crying, and, and, and now – you know, she's not. She's giving me a um, goodbye, I love you kiss. Now, it may be still, hey, call me when you get there. Hey, call me on your Right. Hey, text me when y'all get to the gas station. Like, but that, but that's, <laughs> right, right. That's progress. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. and like I told her with Smartphone Cellular, like my business, when I first opened it, she was with it. But at the same time, she was thinking about bills, too. Women are real big with security. She was, you know, wondering, hey, well, if this doesn't work out, what are you going to do next? And I and I yeah. was telling her, yo, let me let me let me work this. It's gonna pay off in the long run. It's gonna pay off in the long run. And, and now we're not we're not stupid rich, Jason, by no stretch. But we don't lack anything. Our home is paid off. Our cars are paid off. Amen. God is good, and He's providing. You know what I'm saying? And and so and that's that's the main thing. I you know I I, I keep preaching to her, man. I tr- and I try to stay consistent as possible. So that she believes what I say, you know, I try my best to be as consistent as possible. So she believes me when I tell her something, when I say, Hey, God has led me this way. And I can bring this up to, I don't, you know, I think I brought it up one time before, but I, I can, I can literally sit my wife down and say, Hey, everything I told you that God told me and everything that he told me that I did, you know, it's worked out. Right. And she can look me in the eyes and say, right. You know, so that, that is what, that's what I um, that's what I stand on. Just you know, making sure that I'm being led by God, and if I know I'm being led by Him, then I know it's going to work out, and I know it's going to benefit her. So she's willing to like um, tough out the the first parts of anything. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. So um, so I just wanted to kind of jump into the the, the kind of company itself, um. You told me I can't remember if it was actually on this uh, during the recording or not, but you said you you drive about an hour and twenty minutes to work every day, right? So how was that like? I mean, that's got to be a very tiring situation. Um, kinda, kinda, but you know, not really. Let me let me tell you a little bit about let me tell you a little bit about um 
that situation. Like, well, you know, my wife, she actually, like I said, she's from Leesville. So when I was courting or dating my wife, I lived in Lake Charles. I was going to school. I would drive down to Leesville two to three days out of the week. And so it got kind of um, normal. You know, like I got used to the trip. I got used to the ride. I'm not going to lie. I felt like some days Jason and I would fall asleep <laughs> and just wake up in my apartment. I'm not lying. Like, I would really feel like it would be late nights coming home, and I would open my eyes, and I would be driving up to my apartment like, wait, <laughs> you know, I made it safely. You know, so so it, it's not it's not that big of a deal now as it was before. When we first started, man, and um, there's a there was a guy named Brother Phil. It's one of the coolest, you know, nicest brothers that I've ever met. He's an older gentleman, and um, he used to he used to we used to carpool because at the time me, me and Jeremy, my partner, we only had like my car at the time, one car when we opened up the business. So and he lived on the other side of town, so he would actually get Brother Phil to drive him to my house. And then we would carpool all the way to Leesville. And we did that for about a year and a half, two years. We didn't see it too much as a struggle. We just thought it was like a, a price we have to pay to get to where we want to go. Yeah, that's that, that's a great way to look at it. Because uh, I know a lot of people getting started, they, they see everything as like everything's a sacrifice. Correct. You know, instead of it just being, you know, just one of the costs that, that's there to start something. Right. So I think it's a good way to look at it. So, uh, how many did, do you have any other employees working with you now? We actually got one, two, three. We have three. Um, and, and that'll, that fluctuates depending on the time of the year and how busy it is. And, um, of course the performance of the, the individual, <laughs> You know, but um, yeah, that that's what's what, right now. It's three. So, what was it like to hire your first employee? Scary. <laughs> very, very scary. But the problem I'm finding, Jason, with entrepreneurship is this: finding somebody that can that can or that will serve people like you do, or work as hard as you will. Right. And, you know, and they always give you that saying, too, in business. Like, when you talk to other entrepreneurs or other business owners, they say, you never find anybody that work as hard as you will. And, like, I hate that saying because I want to find somebody that works, that works as hard as I, <laughs> I do. But it's proven, it's proven to be true, though. Right. Yet to hire someone that I can look at and be like, man, they put me to shame. Like, in, in, my, in, my, in my arena, like, it's like nobody. It's like I I don't know, but you know what? I think, I think it's designed like that for a reason. Because to be honest, it's not there. It's like asking someone to take care of your kid. If you're a great parent, it's like asking somebody to take care of your children as well as you do. Right, that's true. I was getting ready to say your business is your baby. And Correct. Yeah. Now, but what I am learning, I'm in a season now where I'm trying to back up from it and let them operate it. And now th- that is tough. That is tough. That that's been the toughest challenge for me so far. Setting things in order so that I can back up and everything is taken care of. That's been the the hardest challenge out of all these years. Is where I'm at right now. So delegation. 
Yes. 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 So, so that, and that's where I am right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, there was um, there is a lady that I was talking with the other day about. Uh, she is looking to, you know, try to hire kind of her uh, her first, you know, one or two extra people to work some. And she was asking me, did I have any thoughts on, you know, hiring somebody who was trustworthy and, and, uh, you know, cause she's trying to grow her, cause she's trying to grow her business, but she needs other workers to do that as well. So it was like moving forward simultaneously. And, uh, and, and it sounds like, it, it sounds like you were kind of in that situation too. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Well, my, my situation is more like the reason I want to back up is because the ministry is picking up. You mean the music ministry? Both music yeah, gotcha. and like straight ministry. Like I have a, a, um, a ministry that just started called study shows. Okay. Study shows goes into different communities in, in different cities, man. And we do outreach. So uh-huh. it's a non it's a non profit, but my heart is really there right now. And and that partnered with, you know, music, it's just it's it's becoming so overwhelming. You know, like the last the last month, for the last three weekends, I've been gone doing something with music or with study shows. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so I see it picking up and um I just wanna make sure like if I'm the if 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 I'm the if I'm the reason the my store is thriving, but I start backing up for music and study shows, then obviously the store is going to start plummeting. So I'm trying to set people in place so when I do back up, I can, you know, I can, and it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt me or my family. Right, that's understandable. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people are, you know, especially who have their own businesses that are, you know, starting to pick up and some, you know, they also doing ministry uh I, I feel like that's kind of the goal is to have the business kind of be able to help out with the ministry a little bit too so d- does your d- does your business uh help fund some of the ministry work that you do oh uh, uh, you say fun like anything that anything that i have actually goes into ministry but far as like a the way the way we function is is like as far as ministry is concerned. I know this may be a little radical to some people too, Jason, but my business, like we have believers work there, right? So ever since we've been open, we've we've been very oh man. I'm trying to I'm trying to see how I can how I can word this to you. You know how in my in my last in my last the last place I worked in, in Lake Charles um, you know, I would bring my Bible to work, right? Right. And I would read it from time to time. And one time, one of my managers, you know, pulled me to the side and was like, "Hey, you know, don't read that up here. You know, wow. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather you read a, uh, you know, um, a book on how to sell. I'd rather you read a book on, you know, your profession rather than reading, you know, your Bible up here. Um, there'd be times where people would walk up to the kiosk." And the Lord would share something with me about them. And if I started sharing it with them, then my manager would come around and say, hey, you know, don't, you know, can you not do that up here? You know, go outside or, or they would make a, a smart remark like, you know, hey, 
here is not the place for that. I know you're a minister and all, but you know, don't we don't want to do that up here. Right. So when you say when my the relationship with my business now with ministry is is the opposite of that. My Bible is at my shop. Not only me, but Jeremy and and and, and there's another brother that's really kingdom minded at the shop. We have people that come in our store, bro, to get a phone fix and end up coming back after we pray for them and tell us that they've been delivered from cancer. Wow, that's incredible. So, so I see it as one thing. Like I see it as a place where you can come and get your electronics fixed, but also a place <laughs> when people walk in, man. We pray for so many people. You know what I'm saying? We've blessed so many people, even financially. Like when 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 God shows us a need, you know what I'm saying? We do it. So we are a business, but we function as a ministry up front. We don't we don't um hide it. You know, there there is gospel music playing in our in the lobby in the waiting room. Um. You know, it's um, we have people that come by and sit down in our store. There's no lie, and they've been doing this for years. And we walk outside, we say, "How can we help you?" They say, "No, um, we just wanted to come. We enjoy the atmosphere in here, and we just want to sit down for a little bit." <laughs> that is so cool, man. That is awesome, man. How long have you been in business there at that place? Oh, since 2012. Okay, so what about five years? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, that's not bad, man. I mean, three employees, five years, paid off house and car. I mean, you know, that's that. that is good, <laughs> amen, man. Amen. I know a lot of people are, you know, that's. I mean, and you know, your wife being on board, like, there's just a lot of things in there that um that I feel like you're definitely a blessed man, and hopefully, you know, other people will hear this and definitely be in prayer about whatever it is that they feel led to do. Cause, uh, cause I feel like so many people are, they're in that stage where it's like, you know, where to go from here. Right. Right. And so definitely hearing your story and the fact that everybody, but you know, one person pushed against you and told you to finish school and, and all that stuff is, uh, it's, uh, I know it's going to be encouraging to somebody. Man, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you this too, and I just want to also just add, just don't. My thing is, don't be scared to take chances, man. Like, I um, my father-in-law, uh, he's passed now, but um, he 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 played a huge part on me jumping out too, bro. You, I was talking to him one day, and um, he was telling me he was telling me a lot of things about the city that he lived in. Like, my father-in-law was a very well-known guy in in the city he was in. A lot of people knew him, and um. And he was telling me he he was he was talking to me about conversations that he was having with the mayor and uh, the largest pastor in, in the city and you know the the biggest crackhead in the city like he knew everybody right and and as I was talking to him I was thinking to myself man like if if he wanted to years ago like he could have ran for mayor or something but but it's 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 the the, thing, the only thing that wasn't there was the opportunity, right? Like, I like, 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 even, even my, even my father, like, he, he would tell me things like, "Son, if I was your age, I would have, I could have, I would have." I, and, and so my thing was talking with them. I was like, I don't want to be that older guy that looks back and says, "I could have, I would have, I could have." I want to try it. If I fail at it while I'm young, cool. At least I can say I tried it. 
Yeah. I just I wanted to I wanted to go out there. I wanted to just just try it so that I could look back and I can look at my kids and they said, Well, hey, have you ever did you know, I tried it or I did it. You know, I you know, I, I didn't want to be that that person that said I coulda, woulda, shoulda, man. That that is what really pushed me into you know, like added to the courage to go out there and start my own business. Yeah, man, that's you know, when when people are young and they don't have a lot to lose and always I tell people all the time that before you have kids, like if you're single, that's probably the most ideal to take the most risk. Right. Uh, once once, you're, you're, once you're, yeah, yeah. And then once you're, once you're married with no kids, you know, you, you got a little, you know, you got more to be concerned about Then once you have kids, you know, it, it is harder to get started. It's still possible. It's still possible. Some people, you know, people, people have done it. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, but you know, we, I really appreciate you sharing your story, man. And, um, I mean, so where can people, uh, find out more about you or hit you up if they have, you know, they need some encouragement or questions or anything like that. Hey, you can hit me up online, man. I'm just go to, it's, uh, this is palace. Like it's, this is palace on Instagram, or you can go to my website, www.thisispalace.com. So, I mean, it, and you can get in touch with me both places. Everything is, this is palace online, my Facebook my Instagram and my website. This is Palace. T H I S I S P A L A C E dot com. Gotcha. And what's the last piece of music uh music work that you put out that people might want to check out? Man, um my latest is my mixtape that we just dropped. Um it's it's called Ain't No Compromise in Me, Volume Two. And if they didn't get volume one, they should go check out volume one also. Um we got a lot of uh you know a lot of crazy um joints on both mixtapes man um but yeah you can actually pick that up from my site too and those are free downloads like you don't have to pay a dime you can donate if you want but you don't have to they're free to the public so you can just go to my site at uh, www.thisispalace.com just go to mixtape and just do the free download and um yeah leave a comment man let me know what you think you know awesome man awesome so this is palace.com and this is palace on everything else correct so well, Palace, I, again, I appreciate you sharing your story, and uh, and I know it's you know it's been encouraging to me. Uh, I know it's been encouraging to other people, and just continue to pray for uh, for your business to flourish and for you to be able to reach those goals that you're reaching for. Thank you, bro. So, I appreciate that, man, it, and it's been a pleasure, my brother. Yeah, man. Well, again, this has been another interview on the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Uh, please be back next week. Alrighty, that was the interview with Palace. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, really, really great story on how he got started, and it's very interesting and different from uh, from a lot of people out there. So the thing I like about that is uh, one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning listening to people. Well, I mean, it's not learning fresh, but that's really validating uh, the idea of learning from others and working under others until you're able to get it off the ground and running yourself. And, you know, this can be said in so many areas of life, even in ministry, like a lot of pastors will serve as an associate pastor somewhere before they, you know, go and start a church. But you need to do that in business as well. Like, even if you're learning about a topic, like even if you go to school for something, no matter what it is, uh, it's always great to get some real in the field kind of work that way you understand how things run 
because you can't always plan out every scenario situation. And when you're working under somebody else, you know, you kind of see how they handle the stress. And so uh, I really applaud anybody out there who was doing that now. And I would uh, suggest anybody else out there before you jump into something full-time yourself, I would definitely suggest working under somebody else to, to learn from them. And in general, for me right now, I am learning that I need to learn continually and I need to learn from the best out there. I need to always be under somebody who is more advanced, who is smarter than me. And it goes back to uh, a post I did a while ago, a blog where it, you know, it was like, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh somewhere on track stars. I know that trackstars.com, but I was talking about how you need to always be learning and always be a student because once you stop learning, you stop growing, and that's when you start dwindling away. So anyway, I really appreciated that in the show, uh, as well as many other things, or in the interview, not the show. But uh, anyway, so just wanted to shoot that out there to you and um, give my extra two cents on the interview. But before we end the show, uh, again, make sure you check out anchor.fm slash business with Bordeaux. And, um, and also check out Aaron Simpkins over at truestrengthapparel.com. Uh, he's got some awesome clothes over there and I want you to go check it out. Uh, hopefully we'll be having another contest pretty soon. I'm trying to figure out how I want to run the contest. I may do it like I did the Solomon's porch contest, Solomon's porch podcast, where I put out a survey so I can get more data and analytics on, uh, what you like better so I can improve the show to better fit what you need and what you want from me. So I may do something like that. So stay tuned on that. But in the meantime, go check out True Strength Apparel to see what you may want uh, from him. And then also uh, WordPress stand over at WPStand.com. Uh, phenomenal guy. He is uh, really intelligent when it comes to creating a WordPress website. So if you need to get a website up and going, you need some consulting on how to do your website. If you're trying to do it, anything in that realm, make sure you hit him up at WPStand.com. Uh, thank you for supporting the show guys. And if you want to become a patron, I, I normally don't even ask this. I do every once in a while, you can head over to business and there's a link there where you can support the show. I think there's a $1, $3 and $5 a month, um, thing you can sign up for. Uh, I mean, it's really easy and it's just a way to kind of show your support for the show. If you're able to do so financially, if not, just listening and sharing the show is uh, is incredibly awesome, and I thank you for doing that because I understand, you know, the show's anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour every week, and sorry, my phone just went off. I didn't have it on. <laughs> I didn't have it on vibrate. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I, I do want to definitely thank you so much for supporting the show in any way. So that's it. Uh, we will be back next week with another show, hopefully interview. If not, going to get something out there. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks and God bless.